Welcome to Feminism in Practice. Our first guest is Sam Amell. Welcome, Sam. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for inviting me. So let's just start off. Like, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about the different roles that you take on in your life? Yeah, um, well, I am a student at Acadia. Well, a female, 20-year-old student. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm in my third year, and I'm doing community development and environmental sustainability studies. And um, yeah, I'm currently actually an RA, and that's a fun job to be in. What's um, an RA? And then, Sorry. Pardon? What's an RA? Oh, Sorry, I'm a residential assistant. So pretty much what I do is I help like build community in resident buildings at university for students, like mainly first year students, sometimes second year. And oops. Got all the technology going off. Oh technology. (laughs) It's our online world now, hey. Yeah, I'll put my phone on airplane mode. Oh no, it's my laptop. So you're saying how you're an RA and the role that you take on with that? Right, yeah. So I, what I do is I help build community and uh, resident buildings at university. And that's like, um, I make I put on events for people to come out and hang out with people. And then I also um, will like make poster boards and they're called passives. And it's pretty much just a way to like engage people or educate people um, on things like that, which is pretty fun. And then um, I also take care of them when they need to be taken care of. They need a hug, I'll give them a hug. (laughs) Some things like that. Um, Yeah. Sounds like you're a pretty involved person. Yeah, no, I I like to be pretty involved. I'm a huge extrovert. And so socializing and engaging with people really makes me happy. Amazing. Yeah. And within all these various roles that you have, how does feminism show up in your life? It's actually quite interesting because I've never fully run into like a huge situation where I'm like, oh, wow, that was that was bad. It's just always like little subtle things that you just start to realize that I was like, well, why is that something that's being said to me or... Um, with like looks you get or demeanors people put on around you. It's just the little subtle things that you notice about um, when you're female and whereas you see like in the workplace with R, you see males and how they're treated differently um, than females. Like with RAs, um, if let's say there's a party going on with residents, like there's a different ways that you have to take on the leadership role because with females, if you're trying to shut down a party and you start shouting at people, everyone's just going to be like, wow, they suck. You know, this, like, she's just rude. She does not, you know, she doesn't like us, things like that. Whereas I've seen um, my male coworkers be able to shut down a party mm-hmm. in a way that's very, or like even when I was in my first years, just as, as a resident, I would see um, the males like shut down a party and they'd be like, you know what? That's probably reasonable. We're, we're doing something. Mm-hmm. bad you know and that's not of course not with everyone but it is something that pops up quite often 
Yeah, I think that's so interesting. I found I find that a lot in my life too. Like it's not like it's overt a lot of the time, but it's like the little things that add up and these subconscious messages that you're getting over time as a female and as a femme person, right? That just impact how how we show up in the world and how we present ourselves and need to present ourselves and how we feel we do earn respect or don't earn respect. Absolutely, yeah. And it really, like, as it makes people, like, rethink ways. Like, I mean, I've always been a person that I think you need to deal with situations by talking it out and really understanding what people are truly saying. But often when you take that route of it, it's presumed that, like, people are walking over you. You know, you're letting people walk over you because you're hearing out their side of the story or you're you know, you just, I don't know. It's very, it's really interesting to me actually, because I've never really thought about it before, but is, is it that there people are just assuming that they're walking all over me because I'm female or is it because, cause I've never really seen any, any males do it that way. No, I have, sorry. I'm all over the place, but I have actually, and I've, I've never heard that be said to them, but mm-hmm. to me, I've been told in a less, upfront way that you know I just you know don't want people to walk over you and you're like oh well I wasn't letting I'm just hearing them out you know yeah I've been told that a lot actually I often get told that I just I let people walk all over me yeah and which is not true because when I know like knowing you Mm -hmm. you're not the type of person that would ever let that happen yeah yeah it's such a it's such a challenge for sure so does the I'm interested I'm curious to hear so you've said that it's kind of the small things that have built up over time in your life and that there is never like a moment where you're like oh this is really bad so like what was your journey to becoming a feminist honestly it probably started so like ever since I was little I'm from like a small town in um, northwestern Ontario like super north super west closer to Winnipeg than really Thunder Bay and um I I would always play hockey and growing up playing hockey you start to notice like the little things about really like what what it is so like I remember when I was in and I still wonder to this day I don't know but when I was in maybe grade six I can't even remember how old I was but there was like a double-A tryout, and then they would go to tournaments, and my parents were like, you should try out, and I'm like, no, I suck, which I do, I'm not very good, I could skate, but I'm not very good, like, good enough to be on a, like, competitive hockey team, and, um, but they put me on the team, and I was so confused to why, because I was not a good player, but I was the only girl on the team, and I was like, is it because they wanted to have a girl? Like, I, I don't know, but the thing is, is not necessarily you're not um, in the moment. Maybe they just were like, no, I just want this p- person on the team. She might not be very good, but she has like opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. But being like a female, you're always left questioning what was that decision truly like because they wanted me to be there or was it because I'm a girl? Which is a really weird thing to have in your head all the time. And it's actually quite heavy to have in your head all the time, especially when you're so- from such a young age. And then on top of that, when you're at a young age, where it probably also started out was um, 
when teachers would come into the class, and I'm sure every girl can relate to this. Like, we need some strong hands to to help bring this stuff out, you know, some, to lift some chairs up and, you know, move some desks. Anyone want to come help? And I would always often be the first person to be like, I'll help, or I'll put my hand up, but they would always pick the guys. I would rarely ever be picked. Yeah. And it would drive crazy. And In my... In my school, I had a similar thing, but they would always be like, oh, we need some strong men to come and help us. Like, have anyone here? And I would always get up and go. Mm. I was like, I am strong. I might not be a man, but I can lift a bench. Yeah. Right? I can lift a couple chairs. Yeah. And it drove me crazy. Mm -hmm. And it was often women who would do it as well, right? At least for me. I've never actually, I mean, I we didn't have a lot of male teachers at my school, um, but it was always women who would do that. Mm-hmm. It's just so. these gender roles. And also, how does that, how does that impact men as well? Like, always being told that you're needing to be the strong one. Exactly. Like, then they're, now they have this idea, because then it, it builds up, right? If, you know, then guys are going to go to guys to get help on these things. It could even, like, persuade girls not to take a shop class if you Mm -hmm. learn that from such a young age right but they might be really good at shop and want to take it but they're like no not really my role you know I'm gonna do something else like home ec yeah or like men not feeling man enough if they're not stronger than women for sure for sure and it would a lot of times you would see at my high school you would rarely have guys like take home ec class but you would have a ton of guys take wood shop and you would have maybe three girls take wood shop and then the rest like would be in home ec class but I took both classes so I saw the difference between the two and I also saw how I mean I was not very good at wood shop either but you would see how differently people would treat the girls and the guys in the class yeah which was really interesting to me too which is like social conditioning right yeah and it's like no fault of people, really, because it's just something that you don't even realize you're doing it. And it's on both sides, right? Like, it's the way that women treat men and the way that men treat women. Yeah. There's no, like, you can't really, I mean, you historically wise, you could probably maybe point a finger. But like, at this point now, like a lot of it is just need to recognize what you're doing yourself. Yeah, it's so much of it is unconscious bias, right? And also it's become so systemic. It's built into the way that we function as a society. Mm -hmm. It's also really hard to like unwrap without putting too much judgment on yourself. Totally. Because like once you go and you look into it being like, oh, I do that. Like people, some people don't have the full coping um, skills to be able to understand and like to look at that with being like it's okay like that I do that I'm glad I recognized it and now I just need to build on that and I need to figure out what I'm going to do now uh, some people will just get stuck and oh my god I do that I hate myself you know yeah. and the challenge too is once you you realize these things and you identify your, as a feminist and then the whole idea of like being an imperfect feminist right and being okay with that it's like yes I'm constantly working to dismantle this patriarchal system and I'm constantly trying to fight this battle but sometimes I'm going to make mistakes Absolutely. And sometimes I'm going to feel things or think things that aren't like true feminist thoughts. And how do I be okay with that and accept where I am and just be on this journey? 
I agree. And I think that, like, on top of that, like, I wouldn't even say, like, one feminist. All the feminists are different. Everyone has different beliefs. But the main, to me, like, the main belief is just equal. Like, equality. You just gotta... Not really a big ask, but if you have a standard for women, like, don't be double standard, things like that. But there are some people who want the... For me, feminism is if if you want to be you want a strong man in your life and you want him to take charge, that's okay. You don't need to be the one taking charge, but you need to accept there are other people who want to take charge. You know, like they're like for women, if they want that man, sorry, give me a second, retract. If you if you want someone in your life that's gonna take charge, you can do that. Like, let's say I work someone I don't want. I mean, he's going to take tar- charge and do everything. I'm not okay with being at home cooking because I suck at cooking. There are some women who might want that. Mm-hmm. But they just can't have those women judge. You can't judge each other for it. Yeah. You know? And I think it's also get- so important to realize that it can be the other way around as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's okay for the woman to be the person out being the breadwinner, so to speak, and to have... Yeah a man mm-hmm. not take on those roles and then you get into the whole like what does it mean to not fit into the binary of being a man or a woman and what does that mean in society when our society is so gendered and we put these yeah um, roles on people yeah I remember this is a situation where I caught myself in realizing like oh that's really like I just caught myself thinking like falling into gender roles and um, it was, I was working in a grocery store. When I was in high school, I worked at a grocery store and I would work in summers there. And I would always see this guy coming in with um, a baby. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like probably like a single dad doing his work, stuff like that. And then I started talking with him and I forget how it came up, but I was like, oh, like how was work today or something? And he's like, oh no, like, or no, I said, how, like your, your baby's super cute. Like, how was work something along those lines and it came up that he was the one who was taking the matern uh, maternity leave and his wife was at work right now they split it half and half and to me like I was just like oh interesting and it's not that I was against it but I just autom- but I realized like before I automatically assumed that this guy was probably a single father because I he was always in um, with this kid throughout the whole thing like he would come in on Mondays at 8 a.m or like 12 30 on times mm-hmm. when you really wouldn't be with your kid if you were if you had like you know a mom on maternity leave it was really interesting to me and it just made me look at myself and be like why'd you think that <laughs> interesting concept but yeah. yeah yeah it's interesting to be like working to challenge a system that you have been raised in and are so engraved in right mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like both a battle for sure, like within yourself to try and figure out your role in this while also figuring out your role in society. Amazing. Yeah. So have you always like felt this way about feminism or have has your view around feminism evolved over time? Um, I think I've always been like a feminist. And feminism has always been something that's been part of my life. I just don't think I've really realized it until um, I started learning more. Because Mm -hmm. I would always be the one, like, when I was in grade 8, 
I wrote a speech about the dress code in school and how that bothered me. And it was ridiculous. Still stand by that. Then when I would go into high school, I would like always be frustrated with how women were treated in our high school sports compared to um, like the male teams. Mm-hmm. And that really, like it really frustrated me. Not saying that, you know, it was terrible, but it was little small minuscule things that just built up, right? Then when I got into university, that's when I started to like realize like, oh, like these terms come with it. And I really started to identify like, no, this is something I've always felt. I am a feminist. I stand by it. But I just kind of put a label to what I was doing and what I was acting on. Yeah. So. Are you pretty open about the fact that you're a feminist? Like, is that something that you bring up frequently in your life? I mean, I do try, I do talk about it all the time. I don't really often be like, I am a feminist. I don't know, just announce it. But to me, I don't know. It shocks me if someone says they aren't, because I'm just, I'm like, it's just equal rights, you know? Mm-hmm. It's nothing really crazy. Like, it's not that people are asking, I'm asking to be paid like 10 times more than a male no it's paying equal or it's not that I'm asking for like understanding or same job you know just job experience equals the same pay it's not that I'm asking for a ton more but it shocks me when I hear people um don't have the same perspective sometimes but I'm always open I don't really if someone hears my opinion they don't like it well that's okay I can't control that yeah have you received any any pushback from when you're open about your um I think at times yes I think that there can be times when people don't understand and I don't think they're trying to push back I think it's just they just don't really realize what's happening like there was a situation um when I traveled to a different country and it was just like a like people don't really understand like there was just like a situation where I was walking I was like you know enjoying my day I was uh with someone I knew I was walking down the street and out of nowhere this like 65 year old man walks up to me and like goes about an inch from my face and almost like kisses it and makes like that gross sound and then just like walked away laughing Mm-hmm. I didn't know this guy. This was like right when the pandemic was happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what just happened? And then when I retold the story, like that's something that's like a small, some people may seem as a small thing, but that's like bothersome because all that does is just say like, oh, like that was during the daylight. Like if I was like, if that's the daylight, what's going to happen at nighttime? You know, like mm-hmm. that's, it put me at like a lot of, with a lot of unease because it was just something so like, jeez. And, like, other people were laughing about it. To me, I take that seriously. And so when I told some people about it, they were just like, I don't really see what the problem is. What are you, like, trying to say? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, there was, they're just kind of gaslighting the situation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not the proper response. (laughs) But it was interesting. Like, when I look at that now, I'm just like, well... Like, I can't control how people respond to things. I can control how I explain things, but it was an interesting concept to me. Yeah, it is. And I think that also goes back to the fact that we're so ingrained in the system and other people are too, right? Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. having an understanding that other people might not be where you're at with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But also still recognizing that that, that can be hurtful. Especially yeah, well, it affects, like, being able to retell stories. So, like, if something more serious were to have happened to me, mm-hmm. well, would I want to go tell these people that I told this to? No. But I'm, would I feel that other people might not react, like, in a good way? Yeah, so maybe I just won't tell anyone about this serious thing. Like, like other girls or males also, because I'm sure there's a, there's a ton of gaslighting that happens for um men when they're sexually harassed or assaulted like there are things that I watch and I'm like that's not good at all Mm -hmm. I'll see it happen with some fans towards their like male celebrities they'll Mm -hmm. they'll be like oh go and do this and I'm like ooh, if that was to a woman that would not be acceptable you know totally Yeah. yeah the roles that we place upon people and how we expect people to act is totally gendered Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you so much. Is there any like key takeaway that you would like somebody to get out from listening to this? Somebody who is learning about feminism? Um, I think it's just important for people learning about feminism or if you're not like if people aren't open. I think it's just that it's not like a an attack on anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that what to me what feminism is just working collaboratively with people it's about creating like a community that makes everyone feel safe and it's really important to just talk about things in an open way like we are now like even to have like someone who's in the opposite perspective and just be really patient and understanding Mm -hmm. yeah and I would also mention within that, at least from my perspective, like the importance of protecting yourself with that as well. Like if mm-hmm. it's not okay to be attacking somebody else or to be yes. invalidating their experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So protecting yourself within that. But if you're able to have a safe and respectful conversation, then taking the opportunity to engage in that. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Janine, for having me on. <laughs>